Great is the Lord. I am sure you will agree with me. But God is greatly to be praised. As we think of this Christmas season, we need to stop and pay attention for the reason of the season. The songwriter reminds us, he said, led by the light of faith, serenely being. With glorying hearts by his cradle we stand. So led by the light of a star so sweetly gleaming, here came the wise men from Orient land. The king of kings thus lay in lowly manger, in all our trials, born to be our friend. He knows our needs. Our weakness is no stranger. Behold your king. Before him, lowly bend. Behold your king. Before him, lowly bend. There's coming a day when every knee will bow. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. One of these days, this will be. Let us continue building on these devotions that we are using for the season. And speak a little bit today on the verging both how it was predicted in the Old Testament and how it was fulfilled in the New Testament. Matthew makes it very clear where it is recorded in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 22. He said, Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying. Now the question is asked, where he said all this, here he's speaking of the miracle of the blood of Christ as a fulfilling of prophecy. He used the phrase was spoken by the Lord through the prophets. It is very important to note that God does the same. God used man as an instrument to bring the divine word to men. Over and over Matthew used the phrase, might be fulfilled. In Matthew chapter 2, verse 15, verse 17, and verse 23. And was there till the death of Herod, watch this, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. Way back in the Old Testament, it is prophesied. Look at verse 17. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, It was fulfilled, but the prophet said it long before it was fulfilled. Look at verse 23. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, he shall be called a Nazarene. Now, the truth of the matter is, we're back in the Old Testament, they were waiting for this to be fulfilled. But as far 
as God is concerned. God is not a God of space and God is not a God of time. So when God says something to us, it will be, as far as God is concerned, it has already been done. We wait for things to be done, not God. He speaks and it is done. In Matthew chapter 8 and verse number 17, he says, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah, our Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself took our infirmity and bear our sicknesses. We are speaking about this being prophesied in the Old Testament and comes to pass in the New. In chapter 12 of Matthew and verse 17, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying, again in chapter 13 and verse 35 it says, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet saying, I will open my mouth in parables and I would utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. These things were prophesied and they literally happened in the New Testament. In chapter 21 of Matthew and verse 4, all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet saying again in chapter 26 and verse number 54 but how then shall the scripture be fulfilled that thus it must be yes when God says something to us we wait for that to happen but when God says something as far as God is concerned it's done it's just a matter of time for us to experience it's just like answered prayer. When we pray according to God's will, the prayer is answered. But it's for us to experience the answer. Sometimes it takes a little while before we can really experience the answer. But God is not a God of space. He's not a God of time. Notice the saying of the angel. We move down to verse 23. Like I said, I'm just taking the expository method and one verse at a time and just walking us through this portion of scripture that speaks of the birth of Christ. So in verse number 23, the Bible said, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Now the virgin shall be with child. Never before was a virgin found with child. This was prophesied in Isaiah chapter 7 and verse number 14. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. What sign? He said, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Long before, hundreds of years before, Jesus Christ came to earth. It was prophesied that a virgin will be with child and he shall come through this virgin and what his name will be. His other name is that of Emmanuel, carrying the meaning of God with us. He will be the one who will govern. These are days, man, we are hearing of so many elections. However you turn, there's an election here, an election there, by election here, something there, this government fell. Because those that we put in power, sometimes people look at them and don't want them in power any longer. But one of these days, he will reign this earth. 
Isaiah said in chapter 9 and verse number 6, he said, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. God with us. Listen to the words of John in John's Gospel, chapter 1 and verse number 14, explaining that Jesus Christ is this God that was prophesied to be with us. John said, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among men, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The same God with us is God manifested in the flesh. Paul, in his first letter to Timothy, in chapter 3, verse number 16, he said, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed in the world, and then received up in glory. This God with us is none other than our Lord Jesus Christ, and He is the one that can save. There is no other that can save outside of Jesus Christ. He said, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Did Jesus just come so that we can celebrate on Christmas? No. The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. If you celebrate Christmas this year without having the Christ of Christmas in your heart, you have missed the main thing about celebrating. Celebration doesn't have anything to do with drinking and getting merry and stuff like that. It is thinking, going back and really thinking on the one who came from heaven to earth in the form of a human being so that you and I could have eternal life. That's enough to make me sing. That's enough to make me happy that my Savior, oh, He came so that I could have life. If you don't know Him, I beg you trust Him this very season. It will be the best season of your life. My time has expired. I'll be back with you next morning. Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to you be all the glory, the praise, and God, this season, we thank you for sending your Son. Dear Jesus, we thank you for coming. We thank you for suffering on a cross for our sins. We thank you for making it possible so that we can be with you forever and ever. Have your way in all lives. We love you, praise you, and thank you. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, amen and amen. God bless you, my dear brethren, co-workers. God bless you. Hey, partners in this devotion, God bless you. Do have yourself a great season in Christ.